Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Then She Did, a quest for more. Hi, Erin. Hello. <laughs> it's been a while since I've seen you on in this format. Yes. Um, we did take an unintentional break. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Yes. Um, well, it started off at the end of April, where, and I think that's when you started traveling, you went on a family vacation in your lovely RV. Yes, that's when we headed down to Georgia. We just like went, well, we wanted to visit the latest um, blue state entry into the running. um, And then we a recon mission for our future residency. Yes, we're only blue state campers. um, And also wanted to get to the ocean and something more. Yes, it was gorgeous. Down in Tybee Island. It was sunny and beautiful every day. Yes. I was um, asking you to send me pictures because uh, we didn't travel. We haven't <laughs> traveled yet. And I was like, oh, my God, that looks so amazing. Yeah. It was and then nice. when you got back, I had some other deadlines for writing that took up some time. I was submitting to... Um, an anthology, which unfortunately I did not get accepted, and um, that's okay. And find another home for this piece. And then I also submitted to a contest, and that took up a lot of brain space on top of like my regular homework that I was still turning in for my class. Yes, and that is a lot of work. And we, um, my poetry circle group that meets on Sunday, we just. Are, we spent all day yesterday talking about submitting things. So maybe that needs to be a podcast topic in phase two, because we didn't really talk about, you know, sub- submissions before. Have we? No, no, not really. Um, and like, you know, I, I mean, I, every writer has a reason why they want to do it. I mean, obviously, you want to be published. And that's a good feeling to have your words out there. Also, it's, you know, like if this is something that you're thinking of doing in terms of a career, like it's viable to have, it's good to have a viable platform. And so I, like that was part of my intentions of publishing these things was to build, start like rebuilding my platform in that way. Like I have Instagram, which I'm trying to be more consistent with and things like that, but that is taking up just the whole part of like being, using social media mindfully and not using it to numb out is like a really is something that I'm really trying to do. I know, I know. Wait, it does that? Yeah, that's really interesting. I think there's a lot of, you know, a lot of questions about that, you know, just in phase two altogether in terms of like what what you want to do with this work and like maybe it goes somewhere, maybe it doesn't, um, and who you want to have who you want to see it and all that kind of stuff. But I was going to tell you, you said that about getting rejected. One of my friends mentioned yesterday that she had a friend um, who would put a dollar in a jar for every rejection she got. And then she would buy, like when she got enough dollars, she would buy like a rejection pie. <laughs> and she would like, oh. <laughs> I was like, Ooh, I want That's pie genius. with my rejections. <laughs> That's pretty genius. Yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. I mean, and it involves pie, so I'm down. Yeah. Heck yeah, it's been a while since we've been to Grand Traverse Pie Company for I some know. pie. It's been, like, it's one of the things I, like, really miss. <laughs> I think we need to do pie in the park. 
<laughs> I think we do too. All right, I could so use you a piece of blueberry crumble. Anyway, I know, yes. I know. Lakeshore, Michigan Lakeshore. Um all right, so you were working on your pieces and I was traveling. I had also like I had lined up all these workshops. <laughs> like I was like this was my plan because I was going to do my DIY MFA. This was like before I even applied right, right. to Randolph. So I had like workshops set up from like February through May that like back to back to back. And then I got, then I decided to apply to Randolph and then I got in. And so I just had all this stuff that I had already paid for, which then I felt like, oh, I wish I kind of wish I hadn't spent all this money because I'm now spending a ton of money on something else. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, I've been busy with all of that, but it did help me build a more like a daily rhythm for like reading and writing. And one of my workshops like had reading she would say um to keep us company that week here was our reading I love that this is gonna oh, keep us that kind of sweet yeah <laughs> um to think of it as like your companion for the week whatever you're reading as opposed to like I have to get this read um and so that helped because like now I'm in a pretty good rhythm of like I can read like 50 pages of whatever it is that's in front wow. of me per day you know like and then I'm done. Like, and then I can like check it off. Like I did my reading and, and yeah, as opposed to the endless pile of books that I have all around me all the time that just feels like overwhelming. <laughs> yes. I understand that. That's a good idea. Like I've been reading, um, like I was reading this other book that was more just like, like from a psychic medium, Laurel and Jackson. It was really good. Um, but now I, I'm finishing up. Gina Frangelo's Blow Your House Down. And mm. it's so good. Oh my God. Everybody should be reading this book. It's just brilliant. Nice. And, but yes, it is like, you know, like when you read, like when you read a book about, you know, when you read a memoir where you're like, wow, like not only is this message just like on fire, but the way it's delivered is just incredible. It's so, I, I can forget how inspiring that can feel. So yeah. I feel very inspired by this book. See, it's keeping you, it's giving you good it's company. Good company. It's good company. Yes. Um, well, the last workshop I did, which wasn't, it was like a little Randolph. Um, it was like a dry run because I went away for a few days in the RV by myself. Oh, right, right. Workshop. And um, Susan Choi was the um, craft talk guest speaker. And she, um, it was all about, um, how I like how I forgot everything I knew about writing and like wrote a book or something like that and said oh wow and so it was this whole story about like she just talked about her process of like she was writing this like researched well she had written already written like two books which I always I mean I don't know if I find that comforting or like I don't know but like when you hear writers who already have like best-selling published books and they're like and then I was like I don't know how to write anymore and it's like the third book and you're like oh no 
<laughs> like, is it comforting that that's like everyone is dealing with that, or is it awful that it never gets easier? Like, I find it comforting because I feel like I'm doing. We've talked about this. I feel like I'm doing something wrong when it's something is this hard, right? And I'm like, oh, I'm doing something wrong, and then you're just like, oh no, everyone, right. all writers feel right. this. I'm like, so then I'm doing something right. It's comforting for me, at least. Yeah. So she had like she had a lot of really interesting things to say. One was like that she had. I think she said she wrote like her goal was always three hours before lunch. So like, you know, to work consistently on her book. But I mean, she's an author like that's her job. (laughs) Um, And then but I liked that idea that like, you know, just a commitment of time like before, (laughs) before like a transition, right? Like that. Yeah, that's like what I'm trying to do because at well, we'll talk about some reentry stuff, but like I'm like on days where I actually have to leave the house and be accountable for somewhere else other than home, like once I come home, like my energy is not yeah. conducive to writing. So I'm like, okay, well, if I can either wake up at five and do my writing before I need to leave the house for whatever, or have, or like, like today, today I don't need to leave the house. So like if I can get my writing done by lunchtime, which I mean, didn't really happen, but like, Anyway, but yes, I'm working towards something like that because yeah. that is easier than like I I can write into the afternoon if I haven't left the house, but if I've left the house, forget it. Right. And she said like sometimes she would come back to it in the afternoon like if she still had, you know, stuff to do or energy, but she was writing this like serious researched book and just like pushing through it and then she was like but I was cheating on my book with this other file <laughs> where she was just like going in and playing and like just writing this story that was just, you know, frivolous is like what she, and she was, it was like candy or what she described. Um, it was like her smoke break. Oh my <laughs> God. Like that's her, so great. Her donut smoke break. <laughs> it's like, Oh, oh yeah, God, that's I so good. That. Um, so anyway, obviously you probably know where this is going, but the, that became the book that became trust exercise, um, her third novel. And so she just find. I mean, I think she's planning on going back to the, book she was slogging away at but basically it was like the thing because that's where all the energy was you know like Uh that was her point was like she and luckily she had a good um editor who was like just send me the other thing too like send me this other thing that you're oh my god that's so great nothing and she was like just send me that let me just see it and she was like this (sighs) is this is your book (laughs) this is this is where the life is right and so i think that's always such a good you know, like, is there life in this thing that I'm working on? I'm just beating away at it. Anyway, it was really interesting. I thought that was a really, like, yeah, your smoke break book. Your smoke break book. <laughs> cheating on the book. I loved it when she said that. I was cheating on my book with this other book. That is funny. <laughs> Ugh. Well, so what else is going on? Well, I mean, there's a ton of reentry stuff, right? So, um, I, in my mind, I thought this phase would be like super gradual and like chill and like do a little bit and then rest. And that, I mean, that just hasn't been no. the way that it is. So, I will say for the most part, my husband's traveling more, but like less. So, like more less than before, than le- but less than before. And since you know, he's been fully vaccinated, I've been fully vaccinated, but like, I still kind of like lived on the margins because the kids weren't fully vaccinated. And now, um, 
this is a funny story how the kids got vaccinated. Um, as you, we had, <clears throat> we found what we believed to be a loophole in <laughs> our county's health department and um, signed our kids up because we were anticipating that it would be ready for Wednesday. That was like a Wednesday. We made the appointment like that Friday yeah. night. And then, of course, we get a call on Tuesday. It was like, this isn't happening. It hasn't been approved yet. We don't know and what so, you people are doing. Like, we, this was a mistake. <laughs> we don't know. And I was like, so, and then, so my husband was gone during this time. And I was like, yeah, I mean, whatever. I kind of anticipated that. And then after a long day of working out or writing, and then I'm trying to squeeze in a workout, you, you texted me. And you're like, I just made an appointment. And I stopped what I was doing. I'm like sweaty. It's like late. It's like later than I like to work out. And um, so I made the appointments. And the next day, I had some things I needed to do. But I also like knew I had to take them to this appointment. And that is when I was like, okay, well, this is, I'm starting to see like, I really do need to be very clear. Like, I need help this way. And so like, cause he was home by then and we worked together to get them vaccinated at, for their appointments that day. And so they just got their second shot. Um, I don't know, like a few days ago. Um, oh, I guess like five days ago. Yeah. And so now as this, we're coming out of this, it's like I'm playing catch up with like the regularly scheduled appointments, like, and other things. So like thing like, Appointments that we would normally go to are now, um, or appointments that I had let go, and now we have to come back to, that's kind of overwhelming, and they're edging back into their activities. Yeah. I thought, like, this would be easing into it and just, you know, whatever. But, like, one night, my my family and I, like, as, I think it was, like, sometime after their first shot, I was, like, we're having dinner, and I said, listen, like, we need to be more mindful of the activities that we're doing once we... With school, like once we have to leave for school and we're going to have to like, I still need you engaged in responsibilities around the house and becoming more independent when it comes to your personal care stuff. And they were like totally on board. They're like, yeah, like I don't want to be living like that. And I said, I will not be eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches in the car for dinner as a lifestyle anymore. <laughs> like I'm not doing that. And um, so it's really, you know, like, if you look at it through, like, a societal lens, I'm like, okay, well, like, we're re-entering society or re-entry lens, re-entering society, and how am I going to fit this other part of my life that has just been sustaining me and, like, it's something I want to bring forward because, like, this is what I want to do with for the rest of my life, the writing part. And then when you look at it through, like, an astrological lens, it becomes even more clear that, like, there's always, like, right now, I, like, we said before we started recording, like if there's tension or no, we just said it right now. Like if there's something is hard, then I assume it's wrong. And so like I'm bumping up against a lot of like kid issues, writing issues, like yeah. role, like family role issues. And I'm like, oh, well, and I'm like, oh my God, this feels really hard. Maybe I just stop the writing part. And I'm like, no, like this is, this is the tension that's going to like bring me forward. So anyway. Yeah, that I think that is such a good, um, such a good point. I feel like that understanding that point of like where you push through and do a hard thing versus like where the universe is like, turn around, <laughs> don't right. go, 
don't come this way. I keep trying to tell you. I think that's like, it's like, man, that's like a, that should be like a class in high school or something. Like you should be able to like, you should have that finely like tuned before you uh, go to college. But it's hard. I mean, like part of me, like when all this stuff was happening, I mean, like I feel like I'm still in it. So it's kind of weird to talk about something that you're totally still in, you know, like over the weekend I was like, I like part of me just wants to like, how do you, how, how is this even going to work? I don't even see how this is going to work. I felt was like crying. I was feeling like overwhelmed and I'm like, well, I can't go back. I'm not going to go back to the life I had before. Like I'm not going to be a classroom teacher. I'm not doing that. That's just not who I am. I'm a teacher in a different way, but not that way. Like I'm, I have set up, um, we'll talk about this moving forward, I guess. Like I have my, my writing class ends mm-hmm. in two weeks and I have set up where I'll be working with my mentor. She'll become my writing coach. And like, we feel pretty confident that I could get this manuscript done by December. Oh my gosh. And so like that, isn't that when people want to quit though? Like you're just so close and you're like, yes. I just can't figure out a way through this. And I'm just going to have to say, like, you know, the things that are going on, like the tricky health appointments or the like balancing of activities, like that's just, that's just the, that's the, that's the hand I'm I'm dealt. So like, I can't fold because there'll be nowhere to go if I fold. So I just have to keep going. Yeah. And you're totally right. Like we went from, I, I was like double masking one day and then the next day the CDC was like, oh, you don't have to wear masks anymore. And then everyone was just like mask free. I was like, what is happening? Like literally yesterday, we you told us to wear like two masks and that's what I, I was know. doing. I mean, I'm still masking up everywhere I go. I don't care. Um, I'll let everybody else be the guinea pigs for that little experiment. But um, uh, yeah, also trauma is a bitch, right? Like it's like I like I I believe in the science of it, but and also as Chani Nicholas would say, I am deeply traumatized by this moment of history. Yeah, well, and that's what I was saying. Like moving forward, it's like I I have no idea. I have no idea what summer's gonna look like. All a lot of the normal summer stuff is still not happening. So it's not like we're just like, and we're going back, like, and it's going to go quick because we really only have July. Like the kids are finishing up this week for school and then I'm going to be gone for residency. And then we have a trip in August and then my son is back in school. So like, and he starts earlier than the rest of our early. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and it's high school, right? So, I mean, like, it's crazy so I just like have no idea and there's just like so many unknowns like moving forward it's hard to know like what it's gonna like I keep when I was thinking about what Susan Choi said about like the two hours before lunch or whatever I was trying to figure like I want to start building that thinking of fall like what is fall gonna look like right yeah like and start trying to like think my way into that like um I feel like we'll have more information you know, like yeah. what life will look like as we move through the summer, like yeah. to try and think like what the fall will look like now right. just is so overwhelming. I think, right. I think this summer is just going to feel kind of chaotic as everything kind of like, as we do things that we have not done. <laughs> I taught exercise this week in person, Erin, like inside. That's amazing. With no mask. <laughs> 
Um, Were you breathing? I feel like I would have held my breath. <laughs> oh, yes, but oh my God, we'll see. I guess I'm a guinea pig in that way. We'll see what happens. I'm sure it's well, fine. I mean, nothing I have, has happened. There have been no outbreaks thus far. And they've been doing it in person for quite a while, so. Yeah. And our cases are way down. That's what I keep telling myself. I'm like, so cases like, are down. Theoretically, the vaccine is working. <laughs> theoretically, yes. <laughs> yes, but it yeah, is. I don't know. Like, I feel like we have no idea what the emotional fallout repercussions are going to be. And where, when they're going to come, that's how I'm feeling about the whole thing. Like, Oh, you mean like your random crying in front of the Trader Joe's person? Yeah, I'm familiar with that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't cry, so it would be more like I'm knocking over like some sort of stand in the Trader Joe's. That'd be much mm. more likely, but definitely more with my kid, like with the kids. Like what oh my is gosh. the long-term effect of this whole thing going to be? Um, I would say one of my kids is maybe in a better place than they were at the beginning of the pandemic. And one of them is not. <laughs> it's not. So yeah, it's definitely been a learning. It's been a lot of togetherness, a lot of together time. I know it will. I'm interested in seeing how this plays out. We are like, you know, in terms of that emotional fallout, I think, I think it's probably going to be a bumpy September, if I had to guess. Yeah. It's going to be weird. But moving forward, like you said, like you, um, I think I'm just going to work on my summer flow, you know, like I'm going to work with my writing coach and keep turning in more words weekly, which I know Channing Nicholas was like, this is not the time to start a new routine. I'm like, well, I mean, also, I cannot not have a new routine because my life is changing now. So I don't know. Right. Well, maybe it's just like not a new thing in your routine. Like you have like a routine that is. I'm just tweaking it that, yes. for the. Exactly. That's a good way to look at it. And I'll also be working really hard to build up my platform. So please, like, I probably probably won't be posting most much at all on our podcast handle, but like please, please come find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, Erin Janda Rawlings, or Twitter, which I, my name is Erin Janda Rawlings, but I have not been able to change my handle, which is still my old blog name, Mommy on the Spot. And if you were to sign up for my monthly letter, I would be forever grateful. We'll leave a link in the show notes. And um, that's what we'll be, that's what I'll be working on this summer. But we still love creating this podcast together. So yes. we decided that because there's so much uncertainty that we are only going to do this for the summer once a month. And then we'll have a better idea of what the flow for fall will be like, because I love creating this with you. And it was like, I realized how much I missed it when we weren't doing it. And, um, but I think to try and do it twice, like every other week is like really hard too at this time. Yeah. Which is, like, it's funny because, like, um, the recording part, like, that was super hard trying to work out all during the year because, like, my husband's in meetings or he's down here or, you know, like, everybody's on the internet or, like, whatever. Um, so, like, there's space in the summer, but also just, like, 
craziness. Like the schedule is just nuts. Like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing in two weeks. <laughs> Do you know? Like, you probably have a good idea. I have no clue. So yeah, we, we'll, um, we'll be back. But also like where we are sort of working through phase two, um, you know, it's hard to know how to talk about it right now. So I think maybe that'll give right. us some time to reflect what happened that month. Yeah. And hopefully we've put together a really useful library of episodes, of past episodes in terms of like pursuing your quest. And if you've missed any, maybe go back and listen to some of those because there's a lot of really good um, like resources and info. Yes. Back there. So our new episodes will be dropping on the second Wednesday of every month. Second Wednesday. So mark your calendars. The second Wednesday of every month, we will have for the summer, I have a new episode ready for you. Yes. That's so exciting. Oh, my goodness. How is everybody else doing out there with your re-entry? Yes. Are you taking a break on your quest? Are you finally feeling like there's some space to do it? Um, we'd love to hear about it. I feel like I've heard from more than one person that, like, kind of that existential, maybe almost like, midlife crisis-y type, um, just like, what am I doing with my life kind of situation. So yeah, that's always a good um, impetus for a quest, I feel like. So maybe people have gotten the invitation to a quest yes. over the last few months or years. Listen to it. Yeah, right. It. Um, I also just think if you look at it through a lens of astrology, you know, there's like, traditional things are being broken up by innovation and that friction can lead to like a new way of doing things. And maybe that new way of doing things is your life and your quest. So exciting. I know it really is. Yes. I agree. All right, friends. So email us at then she did pod at gmail.com. And like I said, I mean, I don't know. Like if you want people following you on your personal Instagram accounts and Twitter and Facebook, but like you can find me, I will be more active there than I will be doing stuff for the podcast handles. So if you want to keep in touch with me, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Um, I think we'll put those links in the show notes too, if you're interested. Yeah. Yeah. All our personal ones. Yes. I'm mostly on Facebook and Twitter. I mean, I have an Instagram, but. I still don't know how to work it, even though Aaron keeps trying to show me how to do it. It's okay. <laughs> it could just not be your platform. Well, I'm like, I don't, do I, like, I, I just like, do I want to invest time in learning this? And really, I, I don't do much on Twitter either. Just um, retweet stuff and get stuff from there. But I haven't been, actually, I haven't been on social media very I Like, I'm on it, but I have not been posting very much. Yeah. Just sort of in general. But anyway. All right. Well, well this was great. And have a good we'll month. see you. Yes, have a good month. We'll see you on the second Wednesday of July. And until then, um, have be follow your quest. Yes. Let us know how it's going. Set a goal maybe by next month's podcast. What you want to have a small step towards yep. your quest that you could take. We'd love to hear about it. 